This podcast is now brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast great in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 53. This podcast is sponsored by Generation You Can, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow-release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long-lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off your first purchase. That's generationyoucan.com.au and use the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Generation You Can, the best choice for steady energy. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. My name is Andrew Lorenzo, and I have committed myself to pushing my body and mind to their limits in my attempt to run a 2 hour and 40 minute marathon by the year 2020. Over the course of my journey starting in 2018, I've discovered many things about the human spirit that I want to share with all of you. It's my hope that I'll help you reach your true potential and inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. With the help of an amazing community of listeners and speakers, we can all push ourselves harder than we ever have in hopes of breaking the barrier. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. My name is Andrew Lorenzo. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find all things Breaking the Barrier at the Breaking the Barrier website at breakingthebarrierpodcast.com or at the social media sites, Facebook and Instagram, both at Breaking the Barrier Podcast. You can also find a link to request to join the Breaking the Barrier community group on the website or by sending me a message through Facebook or Instagram, and I'll send you the link to request to join. Of course, the community group is a great place where you can go to post a little bit about your journey, post successes and victories, or even questions that you have along the way. We're all there to listen. We're all there to help out. So we've got an awesome episode in store today. I'm going to be talking with Isabel Ross, who is an ultra runner. And of course, Isabel Ross was somebody who took part in the Barkley Marathons. So for me, that's really exciting because as you know, that is one of my what would I attempt if I knew I could not fail, the Barkley Marathons. So we had a little bit of a chat about that, a little bit of a chat about her running, her journey, and her training. And that was a really great conversation. So before we get into that, I, of course, want to give a couple of shout-outs to some of the Breaking the Barrier members who are going above and beyond. So this first shout-out goes to Kathleen. Kathleen had this to say in the community group. Did a farm-to-trail 30K in the mountains of Blue Ridge, Georgia yesterday. Very technical and challenging course, and it took me longer to run this than my last marathon in Chicago, though the two don't compare. Beautiful course, and I was happily surprised to get third in my age group. I'm now sore in places I've never been sore before, but I'm now inspired to do more trail running and to also learn how to not fall, which happened to me three times. 
This week, I plan to recover and prepare for the upcoming Philadelphia Marathon. Wow, congratulations, Kathleen. That's awesome. A trail 30K in the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains at that. I can't even imagine how beautiful that would have been. I mean, the scenery there, I've heard so many amazing things. Of course, I've seen pictures, but that obviously wouldn't do it justice. And really exciting that you're thinking about getting into more trail running. So that's really cool. And once you can learn the secret of not falling, share it with the rest of us. I remember my first trail. I I, I ran and I, I I fell probably I think three times and that was a half. So that's that's what one fall every seven kilometers. That's not so bad. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll all appreciate the secrets of not falling if you learn them. This next shout out goes to Henry. Big congratulations, Henry, who had this to say in the community group. Finished my 100 miler over the weekend. A little over 26 hours. Good enough for the top 30% of all runners. Second half was really slow, especially with the rocky trail sections. But whether it's a park run, road marathon, or some crazy 100 miler, there are times when you need to refocus your mind and just keep going. Sometimes we do things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Totally agree, Henry. First of all, congratulations, man. So excited that you have finished this 100-miler. That's huge. That's 160 kilometers, or just over, actually, and just an incredible feat of human strength. And I know you've been really excited about this for a while. I'm pretty sure we spoke a little bit about it way back when we did our interview, so really, really big congratulations. And what a message. Absolutely. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what distance you're walking, running, or jogging, or whatever's going on, it's good to just try to refocus because sometimes things get hard and we can get through that and it will make us better when we come out on the other side. So refocus, get that mental positivity back and you can keep going. So great message, Henry, and congratulations again. I also want to give a big shout out to all of the members of the Breaking the Barrier community who took part in the New York Marathon this past weekend. So that's really amazing. I hope some of you got to hook up with the Marathon Training Academy or Generation You Can when they were there. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to everybody who did the New York Marathon. Of course, the New York Marathon being one of the world major marathons. So great job to you all. So I want to talk a little bit about an update now for myself. I've gotten back into training full swing. So this past week, I've done some incredible speed workouts. I've done some, you know, I've gotten some answers about what is possibly going on with my knee. So I did visit a myotherapist, Jason Nass, which I found through Isabel Ross, actually. So it's it's pretty fitting that I talk about that on this episode. And it was a, it was a great you know, it was, a, it was a great appointment. And, you know, right away, he just got into it. And he said, you know, I don't think it's your IT band. Well, Isabel said to me that, it, you know, she was like thinking that it might not be my IT band because of how long it's been lasting. And he said the same thing. He said, you know, it feels fine. Just because that might be affected doesn't necessarily mean that that's the problem. So, you know, we've, we spoke about some things that might be the problem and, and we've got a plan in place to fix them now. He is pretty optimistic about me getting back into distance running. It was really cool to hear him talk about the fact that I need to get more into speed because that's exactly what my running coach, Steve Walden from Marathon Training Academy, has been talking about. So it's nice to see that they're both on the same page and things are now starting to sort of line up. So that was great. 
I'm excited about that. I did a speed run this speed workout this past week. It was my fastest. I, I ran my fastest kilometer ever, which was a really cool thing. So it's it's always an exciting thing to have that happen. You know, any kind of PB is always exciting. So that particular workout, it was two miles easy warm up, and then it was six, six or eight. <laughs> no, it was six. I'm pretty sure it was six uh, thousand meter repeats or six kilometer repeats one kilometer repeats. And it was really good. It felt great. It felt strong. I started out, I think it's somewhere around 420 kilometer uh, pace. So each kilometer took about 420. And then I basically took the time down each kilometer. So by the time I was finished, I was running a sub four minute kilometer, which I've not ever done before. So it was a 359 kilometer, my last kilometer of that workout, which was awesome. It felt really good to do it. And it was just, it was cool to know that I could get to that, the end of that workout and feeling that strong. It wasn't my longest speed workout, but it certainly was one of the hardest that I've done in a while. I mean, it. don't get me wrong, uh, you know, running that hard, it kicked my butt a little bit, but I still had plenty left in the tank. So I didn't, I didn't deplete myself, which is really exciting. And so today I'll do another speed workout, which will be, I'm going to do two miles easy, then four five 400 meter repeats, then six 200 meter repeats, I think. I got to look, but I think that that's it. So, and then in a mile cool down. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I'm not, I'm not experiencing any pain, too much pain anyway, in any of my knees or anything. So yeah, we're, we're headed in the right direction. So that's my, that's my update kind of brief, nothing too crazy. Uh, in terms of races, I've officially now signed up. Now, I had already signed up for the Beast, the Spartan, and now the other day I officially signed up for the Sprint. So the Sprint will be on the Saturday and the Beast will be on the Sunday. And then I'll complete my trifecta for the year as I did my Super back in March. So the Super, of course, was a an eight-mile obstacle course. The Sprint is a five-kilometer or 3.1-miles obstacle course, and then the Beast is a half marathon. So that's going to be awesome. So that'll be a fun weekend away in Bright. And of course, I'll have an episode out after that weekend. And I'll probably, well, I'll, I'll definitely talk about both Spartans. And I might even bring some of the, the original material in from the original Lessons from a Spartan and make it a Lessons from a Trifecta. So um, I'm looking forward to putting that episode out. And of course, Next week, I'll put out the episode, the the conversation that I had with Brendan Spezovsky about, you know, his journey in acting and his journey through university, which he's changing a little bit. So that's the end of the updates. I don't think I have anything else to talk about. No, well, I'm, I'm speaking really quickly because as you can probably surmise, I'm really excited to put out this conversation that I had with Isabel Ross. So let's let's get into that. So Isabel Ross, of course, is a trail runner. She has run marathons. She has run, well, she's run, I think, pretty much anything that you can imagine. She does a lot of 100Ks. She does 100-mile races. And of course, she has been part of the Barkley Marathons. So Isabel Ross, she is a running coach through peak endurance coaching, and she's also a primary school teacher. So she's the kind of person that gives as much as she gets. So she wants to put people into the best position that they can be to live their best lives, to achieve their goals, or to grow into amazing people. She was an absolute pleasure to speak with, and the knowledge of her running and the experience that she had was incredible to listen to. 
So without further ado, here is the conversation that I had with Isabel Ross. All right, I'm here with Isabel Ross, who has agreed to talk to me. Of course, Isabel is a, a an ultra runner who's done something that I'm really intrigued with, the Barkley Marathon, so we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So, Isabel, thank you so much for agreeing to chat with me. This is awesome. No worries. Happy to, happy to chat about all things Barkley. Hell yes. So, well, let's start off. Who is Isabel Ross? <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I don't know. That's a really good question. That, um, it's a confronting question. That's a confronting <laughs> question. It certainly is. Well, as a runner, I guess, I'm a, I started off in marathoning mm. and then kind of just morphed into an ultra runner slowly over time. I was a mountain biker before I got into running, so I always loved the trails. And so then I started trail running and yeah, I did more the trails as training for um, marathons, but then yeah, yeah, I just decided I preferred the trails and that's what I do now. Okay. And so what kind of brought you into the world of ultra? Because yeah, uh, I've done a half marathon trail and that was enough for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I realized how really hard it is to do a fast marathon Yeah, and, and it's so painful and I just thought, I don't want to have to do that again. Okay. And I had um, I had qualified for the World Long Distance Mountain Running Championships just before I did my last proper road marathon. And all I can remember thinking is, oh, my God, I'd rather be in the mountains than doing this. This yeah. is just horrible. So then I just um, decided to just focus on the mountains instead. Okay. Yeah. And so when you do an ultra, you, do, you, do, you, do you worry about speed so much? Not so much, just more? Speed's not so much the issue. It's... Yeah, it's a speed obviously is an issue because if you want to do well, you've got to go faster than yeah. the next person. But it's more about managing different issues. So it's probably more of a problem-solving exercise okay. because the person who solves the issues the best can generally do the best as well. You know, because as things come up, like, um, you know, I often get really nauseous and sick in yeah. these long races. So managing that, managing, I've had blisters on my feet before, managing that sort of thing, managing the lack of sleep, all, all those sort of little different things, yeah. the dark moments. Because it goes for so long, you have a lot of dark moments, but then you also have a lot of really good moments. So, sure. yeah, it's just managing all that. Okay. And what what do you think, aside from, we'll get we'll get to the Barkley in a second. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think is probably the, toughest challenge that you've found in your in your ultra career you know every race I do I think is the toughest whilst I'm doing it yeah because at that moment in time it feels like the hardest thing that I'm doing but I don't know I, I for me the toughest part I find is the is the overnight part like around two or three in the morning yeah. so whatever race I'm doing that's what I find the toughest and do you mean because because the lack of Sleep. Sleep? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not good with lack of sleep. Yeah, right. I really, because I get really sleepy, like really sleepy. And so what's like the average sleep time that you would get on a... Oh, uh, well, I don't sleep. Oh, you don't at no. all? Okay. Well, I have been known to lay down for like five minutes yeah. and it's amazing. That can then refresh me for an hour, but then after about an hour, I start to get a little bit wonky again and, <laughs> you know, and, but it just depends. I've done other races where I've been absolutely fine all night. Yeah. So it just depends and, and I, there's no rhyme nor reason to it, so... Yeah, that's the fun you know, thing about running yeah, is yeah. sometimes things just do weird stuff. That's right. And sometimes, 
as you well know, because you run yourself, some races just work out perfectly and everything's great. And the next race doesn't, but you didn't really do anything specifically different. Mm. It's just, it just is. Just is. Yeah. I love running. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So heading into, heading into Barkley. So let's, let's, what was the, I mean, I know you can't get into the process of how you, you know, get into the race, but what was that process sort of like anyway, like as in? Well, I, I had, you know, I'd first heard about the race 10 years ago. Mm. Um. And I just thought oh, it was going to be too hard trying to work it out. And how am I going to, you know, here I am in Australia, how am I going to work it out? But then once I actually, like, I met this, I was friends with this guy over in Canada and he, his cousin had been in and so into Barclay and so we started talking. And then just once the ball started rolling, it just snowballed really quickly and I kind of just got the information. And On the day, we're terrible. I feel you, Brenda. It, that, that's, that's, that's hard. I mean... Let's be honest. The first time, let's let's that's not even. We don't even need to worry about that one because you didn't have any training. The fact that you freaking completed it without any training—that's <laughs> a huge thing in and of itself. The second time, well, that's hard. You know, sometimes we get to those moments where it's 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 go time. It's judgment day, and something just doesn't work out for us, whether it be the weather, the desire to do just because of the sand. Give me the bad water, 135, but no sand. <laughs> so the course allows for around five to six days to finish it. That's that's just crazy. I mean, 156 miles, that's five and a half marathons. That's 100 degrees or about 100 degrees Fahrenheit or about 38 degrees Celsius heat every day. That's, I mean, yeah. That, uh, it, you know what? I can. T- I think I could take the heat. I don't know if I could take the distance, not, you know, not right now, obviously it's something you have to train for incredibly well, but I I just, I couldn't take the sand. I can't, I can't, no sand. (laughs) So that's how I really feel. Some, some of the fun facts about the race, the rules actually stipulate that each competitor must carry a minimum of 14,000 calories of food. So that's, that's about mm, a little bit more than 2000 calories per day of food. So in the rules, they actually tell you that if you can't carry that much food, you have no business running the race because that's that's a minimum. That's a minimum of what you're going to need to to basically go. That is that's a that's a lot of food to be carrying. And now remember, they have to carry this themselves. 14 kilometers per hour is the average speed of winners. That's about 8.7 miles per hour. And the oldest competitor was 79. So somebody who was 79 years old, 79 years young, has run that marathon. It's the Marathon de Saab. So some really incredible stuff so far. Before we continue on to the rest of the races that I have for today. So basically, of course, we had number five as the Beer Mile, number four as the Badwater 135, and number three as the Marathon de Saab. Now we just spoke about race nutrition a couple of times, you know, beer, and also carrying 2,000 calories worth of food per day minimum. That is a lot of Generation You Can snack bars. So I want to take a minute real quick to thank this episode's sponsors and talk a little bit about them. So starting with Generation You Can, when you are looking for race nutrition, I of course recommend Generation You Can. It's the only race nutrition that I use. And since starting using that nutrition. I haven't hit any sort of walls in my long distance runs. 
They have a patented super starch formula that helps 